To express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be the Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. We cannot always build the future for our youth, but we can build our youth for the future. And that quote is from Franklin Roosevelt. Another one, mentoring is a brain to pick, an ear to listen, and a push in the right direction. And that quote is from John Crosby. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. From Cynthia Bryan, creator and producer of Express Yourself and Star Style Productions, we bring this program to the airwaves as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity, a top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. Before we get into today's show, myself, as well as all the awesome volunteers at Be The Star You Are, implore you to check out our website at bethestaryouare.org. Look at the events tab there to see the exciting events we have coming up. And also visit us at expressyourselfteenradio.com to check out past editions of our show. I'm Kenneth John, and today's Express Yourself focuses on the gifts of youth and mentoring. So to begin this week's show, I'll be reading The Gift of Youth, a chapter from Be The Star You Are's new anthology entitled Be The Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers, Celebrating Gifts of Positive Voices in a Changing Digital World, and one half of the inspiration for today's show. It was written by Victoria Whitebread, who grew up near Kansas City and the state borderline, and graduated from school with a bachelor's degree in English literature. Without further ado, here is The Gift of Youth by Victoria Whitebread. When I was young, I was so anxious to grow up and get on with my life. It seemed like the idealistic dream world of adulthood would never come. Looking back now, I realized that the time moved wonderfully slowly, giving us all the opportunity to enjoy our youth. One of the most treasured gifts of life, the gift of youth, is one that we often squander before we realize just how truly valuable it is. I worked as a nurse's aide to finance my college, ed- finance my college education. The work was demanding, the hours long. My greatest reward was meeting a multitude of amazing people with stories to share. Tales of first meetings with spouses, many had passed away by this point, the horror stories of war and the heartbreaking separation and loss that it accompanied it. Sometimes the patients would talk about their grandchildren, bragging about accomplishments they could have only imagined in their dreams of achieving themselves. The single regret shared was the failure to live abundantly before school, before marriage, before children, and before mature responsibilities. As youth, they chased the seemingly splendorous fantasy of adult life. They confided that, as they rushed through childhood and their young adult lives, Little did they understand that the time of imagining, adventures, curiosities, and carefree days were right in front of them in the present. I rapidly listened to these stories, heeded their pearls of wisdom, and realized how misplaced my viewpoints on being young were. Youth is the one time in our lives where we don't have to concern ourselves with the pressures, strains, and stresses of adulthood. It's a time to play and learn about ourselves, discover our strengths and weaknesses, while investigating the myriad of options before us. Who am I and who do I want to be in the world? I'll never forget talking with those who were in their living in their final days and witnessing the regret of their decisions in their eyes. What seems to be a universal truth is that when we reflect on, upon our past, we rarely regret that we do, but 
We rarely regret what we did, but we do regret what we didn't do. I, like so many of my friends, was in a mad rush to grow up. Superficially, I understood that it was fun to be young without having to be unaccountable. However, I yearned for exotic beaches and glamorous cocktails, long walks on peaceful foreign mountains. I believe the only way to enjoy this grown-up bliss was to sprint through school and dash through life into adulthood to earn the paychecks and a good job to earn the paychecks a good job would bring. Upon arrival into maturity, what I found was mostly bills, deadlines, and more bills. No exotic beaches or long walks on peaceful foreign mountains. My friends from school were now stuck in the same boat in faraway cities or states thousands of miles away from me. In my hurry to be an adult, I hadn't appreciated the simplicity of being young. I missed the lazy days in friends' basements playing games and rewatching favorite movies for the hundredth time. I skipped past my youth. In retrospect, I am sad that I didn't enjoy my youthfulness to maximum. Throughout life, we are afforded the opportunity to change, to learn, and to grow. Yet the limited years of our childhood pass rapidly. Set goals, dream, play, and most of all, treasure this unique time of being a juvenile. Youth may be a number of years, but if we cherish these memories, it can become a state of mind. Don't desert your ideals. What we do in our youth sets the stage for the rest of our lives. One day you may be the one gazing into the eyes of an eager teenager, sharing your adventures and stories, hopefully without regret. And the exercise uh, Victoria leaves off on is called Reflections from a Rocking Chair. Take a, moment and enjoy- take a moment and imagine you are 80 years old sitting at home in your recliner. As you're about to fall asleep, you begin to reminisce. What memories spring to the forefront? Do you see yourself enjoying your childhood? Who are you with? What are you doing? Are you smiling at the recollections? recollections? Make a list of things you want to do as a young youth, as a youth, and a list of things you'd like to accomplish as an adult. Are, they sim- are there similarities? Make time today for those items on your list. Uh, live and love fully. It's never too late to enjoy a happy childhood. So yeah, I think that was a very insightful chapter from Victoria and something I can definitely relate with, um, even though I am still you know, a child, essentially. I mean, uh, I guess it's kind of the big irony in the world where as you become older, you want to return to your youth. And uh, when you're young, you just you want nothing more than to become older. Yeah. And I think she makes a really good point about how that's not really a great way to live your life, constantly wishing for things that, um, you know, you can't really get back. Uh, As a young person, you should enjoy your life, do all the things you can't when you're older, when you have more mature, more mature responsibilities and, you know, as an adult, don't be sad that you can't be a kid again. Just, you know, live your life and um, focus on the positive things that uh, still come. So, yeah, I want to thank Victoria uh, Whiteford for such an amazing chapter. It certainly provided us with a lot of fascinating insights. And, yeah, I re- really appreciate the points you made. Uh, we're, always re- exci- we're always excited to read some of the excellent work from our fellow Be The Star You Are volunteers. With that, however, our first segment of today's show does sadly have to come to a close. Be sure to support our show and these amazing segments by donating to the Be The Star You Are 501c3 literacy charity that brings you this program. Be The Star You Are desperately needs your donations to help us help those in distress by providing books and other resources. Operation Wildfire Disaster Relief Fund is an ongoing outreach program to help survivors of natural disasters. We need donations to help ship much-appreciated books to victims. Please donate today at www.bethestaryouare.org. You can even donate through PayPal giving fund with no additional fees. I'm Kenneth Jun, and watch Be The Star You Are's fun and informative videos at youtube.com slash be the star you are. 
Be sure to also pick up our new anthology, Be the Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers, celebrating gifts of positive voices in a changing digital world, which is where this chapter was from, at cynthiabryan.com slash online dash store. Make sure to stick around as we continue our show on the gifts of youth and mentoring. You come and go again Tell me why you're leaving Maybe I'm too much Too much woman for your man You love me, you judge me You brave on the phone But now when I get you alone Why don't you go to you Maybe I'll do me too I don't need to know along with some of the greatest minds of the world. And that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment.
You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Empowerment. I'm Kenneth John on Express Yourself, and today's show is all about the gifts of youth and mentoring. So if you're wondering about the song you just heard, that was Go Do You from Dilla and our next guest, Zabo. Yeah, so for our second and third segments today, we have the amazing opportunity to speak with a special guest, EDM pop producer and artist Zabo. So Zabo is, an, is a music artist uh, originally from Australia and based in London of the United Kingdom. He can be found in studios and on stages around the entire world. Zabo is a songwriter and producer on worldwide chart-topping tracks from Starly, Volt, State, and Stereo, Tom Star, and Sweet California, achieving in excess of 700 million total streams. His name is attached to numerous certified platinum releases, including Starly's Billboard Hot 100 Top 10, Call On Me, which he vocal produced, as well as Spain's Sweet California's number one double platinum selling album, Head to the Stars, on which he co-wrote two songs. His songwriting credits can be found on releases by prominent dance labels, including Protocol, Revealed, Axtone Records, Ultra Records, and Armada Music. And with that, let's welcome Zabo to the show. Hi, Zabo. Uh, hello. Thank you so much. That was a great introduction. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, and thank you for coming on today. Uh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Um, if we start with like a basic question, I guess, uh, what got you started in music and you know making music as a profession? Uh, wow. Well, I yeah, I started guitar and piano early on, as I guess most musicians do, and uh, fell in love with it, and then studied it at high school. And then when high school finished up, I thought, you know, I'll keep going with it. And I started doing um, lots of touring, lots of session work, and then that turned into songwriting. And then I was in different bands in my early twenties, um, and then eventually moved over to London to pursue it full time, really. Mm-hmm. after uh, spending quite a lot of years in Australia in different studios um, and then doing trips back and forth over here because Australia is a pretty small country. So I wanted to come over to, to where it's really happening, which is, to be honest, either the UK, Germany or, or America. It's one of the three. Mm-hmm. Um, did you always know you wanted to be a musician when you grew up or did you kind of just slide into it as you uh, progressed in uh, life? Well, originally I just wanted to be a basketballer for some strange reason, oh. if I'm completely honest. And then <laughs> it changed when I was about 14, and it just uh, it just made sense to me. It's the only, only thing I really know how to do. It's the only thing I've ever done. Actually, that's a lie. I worked at McDonald's when I was like 14. <laughs> yeah, for the Australian minimum wage, which was terrible at the time. But anyway, yeah, that's the only thing I've ever done apart from, uh, from, from make money as a musician. So it's all I know. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um- did you have any like specific uh, mentors or coaches that really led you on this path, or was it just a full independent decision? Oh, it's got to be my family, really. That's where it started for me. My dad was a musician, so he was pretty encouraging. Uh, I think it's it's very interesting when you're young, the influences that are on you and how they shape the path you take as you get older. I think if if you tend to have more conservative parents, they look at something like music or something in the arts and there's a lot of uncertainty in that. And so they they don't want to support it because when they were young, it was all about going to university or going to college and pursuing these kind of different, different choices of professions. So I was very lucky to have, have support in my family to do what I loved. 
so it definitely started there. And then I guess I just had the the fortune of working with talented people, really, and who gave me opportunities and learning from them. There's probably too many to mention, but sort of started at studios in Australia where, where different engineers let me in and let me learn. And then uh, that from there, that moved to touring with artists like Newton Faulkner, who's quite a big UK artist. Um, actually, he's a pretty big global artist and learning a lot from people like him um, and then other songwriters, you know, especially in the UK coming over here where it's at a different level. So it's not been a one, not been one mentor specifically in my life, but, but probably a lot combined. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. That sounds really great. You know, having all that support around you, having people that really cared about, you know, where you're going. Um, yeah. I think if you're, if, if you, if you're listening right now and you're young and, you don't have that support, but you know you want to do it. I, I really emphasize with that. It's a, it's a hard hard situation when you don't have that support. But if you really believe in what you're doing, you know, you just you just got to go for it. And people, they'll understand eventually and they'll get on board. You know, you just, it, it might just take a little bit of time. Yeah. Um, so how do you, like, break into this industry, um, I guess you could say? I know this is kind of like a, you know, field that's pretty different from a lot of people's, uh, you know, occupations. How exactly did you, like, uh, get started? Yeah, I mean, I think people have a very interesting view of the music industry. So they either think that you're a bit of a no-hoper and it's all just a bit fun and you don't take anything seriously, or you're Bono from U2 and you're a world-famous <laughs> rock star. But there's actually a lot of different tiers to the music industry, all the way through from education to people working in recording studios to people working in live sound to people working in film and TV, and it's endless. So it's... It's an entire industry with all sorts of different levels. So, I don't, you know, d- defining breaking in is, is, a, is a tricky one, really. I guess I, I started by just playing for other people, really. That's, that's where I started, by in live, um, working with singers, working with bands, touring. Um, and then I was studying. I was studying music for a while. Um, and then... That helped to network and, and meet other people, and then it just it just really snowballed from there. But it was the first thing I did when I left school. I just went out and I started looking for – actually, literally the first thing I ever did was got the newspaper. Jeez, I'm showing my age here. Got the newspaper out, found an ad for somebody who was looking for a guitarist, and that was the first gig I ever got. Wow, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess that kind of is an old-fashioned thing at this point, but, you know, with the internet and all that. Um, what is it like being a full-time artist now? You know, like, you do this professionally. Uh, like, is this any, like, like you, is this anything like you expected when you were younger? <laughs> Probably not. It's, a tr- it's um, I mean, it's a difficult question because I do a couple of different things, so... I, you know, I've got the artist side and then the producer side and then the writer side. So it's waking up every day and deciding what I'm committing to for that day. So if it's for myself, for Zabo, because I'm putting out music and remixes now under my own name, then I put that cap on and I think about my sound and my style and what I want to achieve and how do I engage fans and build fan base and get music out. So that's what my day revolves around. Then the next morning I might wake up and have to do a recording for another artist and so then I have to sort of stop thinking about my own artistry because it be, it's it, you can't really do both at once and I have to switch to producer mode and make it all about them and and make it all about capturing 
their essence and what they're about. And then the next day I might wake up and I'm songwriting for somebody else. And that's a different thing again, if I'm actually writing material for somebody and then it switches around. It does cross over. Sometimes I work with artists who then end up featuring with me or working with me. So there is some crossover, but um, every day is a little bit different, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now that you are so successful, um, do you work a lot with like uh younger, I guess, less um, established artists? Uh, you know, do you like mentor younger people, anything like that? Yeah, absolutely. I, um, I'd love to do more of it, to be honest. Um, so I'm always, I'm always working with, with up and comers. Um, I mean, it's a different environment out there now. It's, you never know what's going to pop and things can move very quickly. So it's, it's not this giant leap to go from I'm just starting out and up and coming to suddenly I'm, I've got a huge fan base and I'm doing really well because it can happen quite quickly. So I troll Instagram quite a lot, actually <laughs> looking for, um, looking for talent. I just found, I just found a girl, uh, in the UK named Frankie, uh, who I think is the most talented individual I've ever met. And I remember I sent her an Instagram message from out of nowhere. She must've thought I was crazy. And I was like, you were just incredible. Come and meet me. And she came and met me and we got on straight away and we wrote a song together the same day we met, which was really quite amazing. And um, she's she's probably, yeah, for, for me, uh, in terms of mentorship, the one that I'm really hoping to help right now. That's, yeah, she's something special. Wow, yeah, that's a, that's a really nice story. And I'm sure like... Mm. A lot of those amateur musicians out there are really excited to hear that, you know, um, artists yeah. are like looking through and just checking out, you know, um, younger artists. Um, do you like, I know you're like a producer, but you also do kind of, um, you know, vocal work occasionally. Um, what would you say is like the main difference between um, producing music and then actually, you know, singing, things like that? Right. Yeah. I mean. I mean, other than the fact that, you know, it is like a technical difference. I mean, yeah. I guess like artistically. Yeah. Uh, to, yeah. They're, they're definitely two different things because, I mean, when you work with a singer, you're trying to capture a performance when you're, you know, it, and they're really vulnerable, really, singers. And I have a lot of empathy. It's something I practice a lot. And if anyone's out there listening, they should practice it as well because it's very helpful. And if you can empathize with somebody and you can understand what they're feeling, and share that experience with them, then it's a lot easier to feel connected to them and, and work with them. So I actually I have a lot of success working with singers for that very reason. I think they instantly feel comfortable with me and they know that I'm not judging them and they know they have the freedom to express themselves and to try things. And they're also confident in the end result they're confident that we're going to get there even if it's even if it takes a while because it's always a process i think the biggest difference is like you said there's the technical side of it i mean singing is so internal i mean it's 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 so personal when i pick up a, an acoustic guitar i yeah it's personal and it sounds like me but it's exterior you know it's i i don't think it's the same as when when you're singing because that's coming from within so it's for me i'm it's, it's quite precious. So I approach it. I, it's, it's fragile and that's how I approach it. And then if you respect that, if you can understand that, um, then you're going to do well. I think the biggest mistake, I've seen lots of producers who are impatient. 
I think patience is extremely important when it comes to recording vocals because people just need time. They just need time to get there. And um, that's the trick, patience. Yeah, yeah. And I've heard, you know, about how, like, being a singer is very similar to being an actor where you're giving a performance because, you know, like you have to tap into your emotions and really, like, have it resonate with people. Yeah, and you can do it 10 different ways. That's the other thing that producers don't get. Like, uh, 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 they'll record a singer and she'll sing the verse and they're like, great. And even though it's technically correct, even though it was a nice performance, it's it's about choice and maybe they haven't made the right choice yet. So you have to give them that, that freedom. And they're very hard on themselves, most singers. The ones I've worked with are. And so you need to let them process that as well and and be okay with what they've delivered because they are really hard on themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was really an excellent conversation, but we are unfortunately out of time now for the segment. Um, I want to thank you again, Sabo, for coming on. And yeah, I'm sure you'll be great in our next segment too. Thank you uh, so much. I can't believe that went fast. Yeah. Sorry, I talk too much. No, no, no. You're great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I am happy to able, be able to continue our conversation in the next segment of the show. Uh, listeners, be sure to stick around. I'm Kenneth Jun, And audience, be sure to check out Zabo and his work at Instagram.com slash Zabo Music, Twitter.com slash Official Zabo, SoundCloud.com slash Zabo Official, Facebook.com slash Zabo Music Official, and simply Zabo on Spotify. Also, remember to pick up a copy of our newest anthology. The book is called Be the Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers, Celebrating Gifts of Positive Voices in a Changing Digital World, which you can find on CynthiaBryan.com slash online dash store. Amazon, and other book retailers. Visit www.bethestarur.org for more information about Express Yourself and Be The Star You Are. Make sure to keep listening as our show on the gifts of youth and mentoring continues. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Are you a teenager with lots to say, but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel. And join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com. You can express yourself. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events and even more about your favorite host it's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com that's blog.voiceamerica.com the voice america press blog all access all the time find out what makes the most successful people tick 
Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thank you for staying with us here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. My name is Kenneth John, and our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. This edition of Express Yourself is all about the gifts of youth and mentoring. So for our third segment today, we're lucky to have Zabo back with us to share his experiences as a musician. Zabo has recently released three singles with Tomorrow Music. His first, lover, his first single, Lover, achieved high rotation on Australian commercial radio and a top 10 position in the iTunes dance charts. His second, re- his second single, a remix of Horses, hit number one on the iTunes dance charts, top 20 on the national chart, and also achieved high rotation commercial radio play. Each of his three singles have had over 1.7 million streams on Spotify, along with multiple playlist features and a peak at number two on the Australian viral top 50. This includes the track Heaven, which has now broken 2 million streams and is getting Spotify attention in Germany. On his latest single, Go Do You, Zabo teams up with performing and recording artist Dila, or Dila to deliver a dark EDM pop record with British-Swedish record label Nexar Music. Go Do You has been executive produced by Darren Poole, mixed by Liam Nolan at Metropolis Studios in London, and mastered by Stuart Hawks at Metropolis Studios. And with that, I want to welcome Zabo back to the show. Hey, hey. Hello. Back at it. <laughs> yeah. So we left off on working with singers and that relationship between you know producers and artists. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mentioned your newest single in the intro uh, with, sorry, how do you pronounce it? Dila? Dila? Dila. Dila, okay, yeah. yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, how was that um, relationship? Was there anything specific that you wanted to co- you could comment on between working with her specifically? Yeah, I mean, um, it actually ties in with the last conversation we had. So, uh, just to give you some quick history on that song, I wrote it in Australia with a with a, a singer songwriter named Gemma Lyon, who's incredibly talented, and she did the demo, and then. Uh, through my management, uh, Nick, uh, Dilla's team heard it and were like, we, we think she should sing it and do the feature on your on your next single. So then she's Russian, so she flew from Russia to Sweden and I flew from London to Sweden and we met there for two days to work on this song and another. And so basically it was one of those things where you walk in the room and you meet for the first time and then it's like 20 minutes later you're recording together and so it happens very quickly and you've got to break down those barriers super fast so it's just all about getting the feel in the room right and trying to understand where she's coming from and what she's trying to achieve and then just supporting that and I think we did a really good job her her vocal is pretty amazing on that song yeah um do you find it usually pretty easy or natural for your minds to click or do you do specific, um, I guess, take specific measures to uh, get that ball rolling? Okay, here's something that probably most people who do what I do wouldn't admit. It's I actually have 
a fear every time I go into a session that I'm actually terrible at what I do and it's going to be a horrible session. <laughs> every single time, it's really weird because, I mean, I go into these rooms with people I've never met and then just like we all op- we open up to each other and it's, it is scary and it takes a lot of trust and you are really vulnerable. And But then that it all everything that you're f- scared of just disappears so fast it disappears so fast and then just magic happens and you get a lot of amazing things occurring occurring and a lot of great music is written so i think you know for the listeners out there who are maybe struggling with the fear of, of doing things and it's holding them back you just got to go through it really because a lot of it's in your mind and then the thing you're scared of may never happen or if it does happen it's actually not that bad it's the same as when comedians talk about bombing for the first time on stage and then they realize it's not that bad and then they're really fearless well it's the same in the music industry it's the same when you're collaborating if, you, if it doesn't quite click or you don't get there it's really not the end of the world and it it rarely happens to be honest it's always a positive experience always especially if you're focusing on the process instead of the end result which is actually something I'd love to love to push and you know because we're talking about youth and mentorship you know don't focus so much on the end result just just focus on the process because that's the most important part and if you enjoy the process then you're then you're really already winning in my opinion so I just get in there and enjoy what I'm doing and love every second of it and then then it is what it is but if you're enjoying the Mm -hmm. process um that's you've already won and so yeah. that was it. That was it with Dilla. Really got in there and just had a great time. And of course, we ended up with an amazing vocal. It was always going to go. It was always going to happen. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> um. What, did you act? Do you have any like interesting stories about the first time? Maybe like you know, as a fresh faced producer, somebody ever like. Um, I don't did know, somebody ever what? Act, did I like, have a bad session? I don't um, know. That's. I've I've been so lucky. I've 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 heard of some. I've heard of really terrible sessions, and like it's going to happen. You know, not everybody clicks with everybody. I've been really fortunate in that I've always had really positive experiences. Um, and I mean, some of them, some of them happened straight away. I mean, you, you mentioned in in that the bio of mine you read out that made me sound much cooler than I actually am. I. Uh, I recorded the vocals for a song from a, an artist named Starly, which was it streamed something like 700 million songs in the first year. It was the highest streaming uh, Australian artist in the world and the highest in, streaming independent release in the world. I recorded that. It was the first time I met her. So she, I just met her and she came down and did the song and we clicked and we captured an amazing vocal and then the song went viral and then it went top 10 in America and she toured with Clean Bandit and it's strange, I was walking through London yesterday and a car drove past playing the song and I was like, oh, I recorded that. It's quite a strange thing to think that that happened the first time we met. So I've got more positive stories than I do negative ones. Yeah, that's... That's good. And yeah, that's really amazing. Just like having something blow up um, out of your hard work like that. Um, yeah. What's it like dealing with, you know, like the fame? I guess I shouldn't say dealing with because that seems kind of negative. But I guess like living with that fame now that you are well, an established musician. I, I wouldn't go so far to say I'm famous in any way, shape or form, really. But I've had the pleasure of working with some people who, who would probably be seen as famous it's a really um 
it's a really interesting one to define actually and i think if once you get up close to it and you realize it's not what you think it is so uh, you know on that note i would say if there's people listening now who want to get famous i mean i really think that's the wrong way to go i think that you need to do what you love and that you that fame is just a byproduct of that i think if you were to take any singer or actor that's famous and ask them why they do what they do none of them would say it's so they could get famous that it, they just love what they do and they do it to the best of their ability and if they get famous then that's great and they deal with it but it's um it's not everything it's cracked up to be and i don't think a lot of people really enjoy it and so that's been my experience is that no matter whether I'm working with somebody for the first time or I'm working with someone who sold two million albums, they're kind of just the same people. They're just people that are still doing what they love and they still have the same insecurities and they still have the same passion and they're just, they're just people. So I think there's a lot of confusion out there at the moment about fame and I think that people need to talk more about this kind of stuff to try and remind young people about what's important because it's not that important. Doing what you love and being good to people and making the world a better place is what's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And talking about, you know, passion for the art, are there any um, artistic partners that you regularly work with? You talked about how like positive the experiences with Charlie and Dilo were. Yeah, so, um, I mean, my favourite songwriter is probably a girl named Sarah DeWarren here in London that I've been working with. So we work together a lot. I mean, sometimes you meet people and it really clicks. And so you just, you just like, I want to do that again. And there are actually quite a lot of famous songwriting duos and trios out there and stuff for that very reason. Um, because I've, I've been put through the ringer with songwriting. I've, I've done five sessions a week for weeks on ends every day with different people. And so it's quite a lot. So sometimes when you find people that you connect with and it's really working, you just hang on to that and you just you just keep working together. Um, I've really enjoyed working with Newton Faulkner. I was a massive fan of him as an artist. Um, people out there should go and look him up immediately. He's amazing. Uh, so I was a fan before I met him and then I toured with him as a support act and then ended up writing his latest single and then we wrote another one together and it was just so easy. Um, so yeah, there's definitely, there's definitely some people out there that, that I just love working with and it just, it's just easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, you know, when you're in like a studio or something and, you know, coming up with a song, uh, is there a specific angle you like to take when you approach these new projects? Um, you know, like musically, I guess, uh, concerning, you know, like how pop trends or anything are going? Right. Yeah, that's a good question, actually, because I imagine some of the people that are listening are musicians and young musicians. And I mean, there's not, it's kind of like a veil of secrecy. People don't really understand how songs are made or where they come from or like how it works. But the truth is that uh, most of the time I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> like I, I get in the room, I start talking to the person and then maybe for some reason I play the, a few chords on the piano that come out of nowhere and the person on, sitting on the couch goes, oh, I like that. Or maybe I listen to Spotify 
for an hour with them, just talking about songs we like and listening to what's happening and what's out there. And we don't write anything or so it's so random. Like sometimes people will just bring in a diary and I'll just convince them to let me read it. And then I'll pick out some line that they've said and it turns into a magical lyric. Um, you know, I mean, production can be really handy at that point. Like when you've got sound, so I might pull up some beats. I might, pull up a really interesting synth or yeah i i try not to overthink it i actually have my process is not having a process so i don't enclose myself (laughs) into any box i'm not like oh i need to do this or i need to do that i just (laughs) i just let it happen it's really weird i'm kind of superstitious about it so i don't even like it's a hard thing for me that would be a hard thing for me to teach like what to do in a session or or how to write how to start writing a song because I just don't know it's just it's just sort of one of those things that happens yeah that's really interesting Um, (laughs) especially I think about the diary that's yeah yeah but that's what I mean because what you want to what you want to do is you want to cut through all the stuff that doesn't matter you want to get you want to get to it because you can't really write songs about things that don't matter or they're just never going to play out properly so for me, I get in the room with people and I just try to get into what they're about as quick as I can. And I swear if you were to go and interview 20, art, 20 artists who have had the biggest songs and ask them about where they came from, it would be the same story, that it's about something super real That's that always comes through in the end. Yeah. <laughs> you know, journaling and keeping a diary and being all introspective is nerdy until you make a hit song. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, um, so you talked about uh, starting out with like the guitar and the piano and uh, with those like those at their bass acoustic form are pretty different from how you listen to like EDM music now. Um, what exactly led you to go down that pop EDM path? Yeah, that's a pretty good question because I, I have a really eclectic group of influences from classical music to and bands like Coldplay and Radiohead and I was a Metallica fan for ages and then yeah, I've I've sort of I listened to absolutely everything. Um, for me, I got to the point where I wanted I wanted to start putting music out, but I I didn't really want to be in a band. And so, in the last sort of five, ten, maybe five years, producers have really crossed over into into becoming brands and being a bit more mainstream. And so, I saw an opportunity there to try and create my own brand and put my own music out that way and you know obviously that falls to edm and dance is where most of the sort of producers of vici kygo you know armin van buren all these big big brands that everybody everybody knows about so for me i I kind of fell into it if i'm completely honest with you i didn't listen to dance music until like my mid-20s when i started writing I started writing for DJs. That's how I got into that world. I was I was writing songs for other DJs. Then I started producing dance music, and then it snowballed from there. That's but you know you'll still find elements in my music of live stuff, and and you know in terms of DJing, I really want to bring those influences into it as well. So I'm really interested in using live instruments and live singers as a DJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of those like changing times with new electronic sounds, the internet and everything. Um, did you have any special experience with like social media platforms, uh, different forums on the internet? 
yeah, I mean, that's changed the game completely. I could talk forever about it. How much time do we have? <laughs> I'll just uh, keep talking and you can just tell me. Yeah, <laughs> sure. But, um, I mean, it's changed the game completely. The fact that you can put out your own music right now whenever you want and then you can just go and you've, the distribution is there, you know. So, I mean, it's just it's just changed everything. And so I think uh, you've got, you know, your streaming services are massively important right now, Apple Music and Spotify and Tidal and Pandora and all these things. But, I mean, this, it's the social media app applications that are really leading to those streaming platforms. I mean, anybody who's listening to me now, if anybody's listening to this new single, I've probably connected with them on Instagram. And then because the organic reach on Instagram is amazing. So, you know, I'm putting out content on Instagram about the song. People are connecting and finding it. And then they're moving from Instagram to Spotify. So while we're on the mentorship stuff, for any artists out there that are listening, that are wondering how do they get, you know, they put their song on SoundCloud or they put their song on Spotify and then they're like, well, now how do I get people to listen to it? It's you can make lots of small bits of content on Instagram, on YouTube, on Twitter, you know, and Snapchat and use the, the social media to send people to the streaming services. That's the most effective way right now. If you're a singer, you should be, you should absolutely be doing a cover every week, maybe two every week. You should be putting it on YouTube. You should be putting it on Instagram, you should be <clears throat> hashtagging it correctly. You should be engaging other people who are doing covers and you can you can literally build a fan base off Instagram and YouTube from doing covers. Like you don't need a record label, you don't need a fancy manager, you don't need a worldwide tour. You 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 can just put out content and have people engage with it, and then you can use that fan base when you decide to drop original material. That's that's the world we're living in right now. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you talked about covering other people's songs. Um, yeah, and I know you've like done a lot of remixes. Some of your remixes have gone really big. Uh, what's the difference between creating something of your own and going into a uh, remix or a cover? Because you know those are still are creatively tasked. Or yeah, yeah, that's um, they're 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 interesting to do because it's quite a, a paradox what you're trying to do. You're trying to make something new, but then keep it how it was so people know what it is (laughs) so like it's you've got to walk this fine line of taking something and reinventing in it but then also honoring what it was so it's very easy to get it wrong and there's a lot of horrible remixes out there i think that just just don't work um and sometimes they can be really naff or you're just like oh you really didn't sort of respect respect the song not that you want to be pretentious about it but it, it is quite easy to get it wrong so that process for me is just about understanding how i can take it how i can take it somewhere else but, but still retain what everybody loves about it and i feel like those remixes probably connected because i got that balance right i mean i'll say to people out there that want to do remixes and covers there's always going to be haters there's always going to be people who are like you should never have touched this song or oh my god you've ruined this for me and just ignore all that stuff just ignore the noise majority of people are going to love it you know i mean Mm -hmm. it's it's art at the end of the day so it's subjective and people are always going to have an opinion but i think um 
I think what, just back to our, our earlier earlier point, you know, remixes are a fantastic way for young producers to get out there. If you're a producer right now listening to this conversation, you need to go and get a singer, get them to cover famous songs and make remixes of them and drop them on SoundCloud, drop them on YouTube, drop them all over social media. They will go. I mean, that's how Kaigo got found. He did a remix of Sexual Hearing, uh, Sexual Healing by Marvin Gaye, I think, on yeah, SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah. And it went completely viral to the point where he got a record deal and they released it properly on, onto radio and stuff. And then he exploded around the world. But he, his entire following emerged from SoundCloud um, because, because of that remix. So that's my advice right now to producers out there. You know, it can be difficult to drop original content and get people to pay attention straight away. So just be a bit smart about it and do some cool remixes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's a really great note to end on, that bit of professional advice. Um, so we are out of time now. Uh, Zabo, I want to thank you again uh, for coming on. It's been really great talking to you. You've, like, you're such an interesting person. You have so much energy. Yeah, thanks. I hope it's not too much. I'm surprised because it's pretty late here, but you've got yeah, me yeah. fired up. I'm giving away my best stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially, yeah, you're coming on like after midnight. Yeah, so <laughs> really, thank you. No, um, thank you guys for having me. Yeah. Audience, be sure to check out Zabo and his work at Instagram.com slash Zabo Music, Twitter.com slash Official Zabo, SoundCloud.com slash Zabo Official, Facebook.com slash Zabo Music Official, and Zabo on Spotify. Listen to his new single, Go To You. Uh, also pick up Be The Star You Are's new anthology, Be The Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers, at CynthiaBryan.com slash online dash store, Amazon, or other book retailers. Find more information about our show at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com. Make sure to follow Be The Star You Are and express yourself at www.bethestarur.org to support our show and find more information about our literacy and positive media charity that has been named a top-rated nonprofit for several years now. I'm Kenneth John, and make sure to stick around as we'll be right back with more Express Yourself. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Are you a teenager with lots to say, but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel and join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com. You can express yourself your favorite voice america talk radio network shows and hosts are in your car outdoors and wherever you need them to be listen anywhere get our mobile app for iphone blackberry or android at the apple itunes app store blackberry app world or android market 
build your better business, achieve that goal, make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to our show. My name is Kenneth Jun, and you're listening to Express Yourself, Teen Radio, here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. So to end our show today, I'll be reading The Gift of Mentoring from Be the Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers, Celebrating Gifts of Positive Voices in a Changing Digital World, the other half of the inspiration for our show today. This chapter was written by Karen Kitchell, who as president of the Cheerful Givers nonprofit organization, helped to bring birthday gifts to more than one million less fortunate children. Prior to that, she created a corporate university at BI Worldwide, Currently, she serves meals to the homeless, is a job coach, teacher, writer, and mentor. And let's begin. Twelve years ago, I became the mentor to twin five-year-old girls whose mom was from Sudan. Among the many fun firsts I got to share with them was their first carousel ride, first visit to a library, first time fishing, and first time they heard the word college. My daughter was a freshman at a local university, and one Saturday, when they had an open house, I decided it would be exciting to take the girls to the campus. On the way there, they asked, what is college? This question was a treat for me as their mentor to introduce them to the concept. Uh, During the next eight years, we enjoyed baking a lot of cookies and spending Sunday afternoons together. While the girls were both soft-spoken and usually very quiet, I figured they were enjoying the relationship because they never turned down an opportunity to get together. Because our mom was raising five kids in a small apartment on an entry-level salary, I knew their exposure to many things I take for granted was very, very limited. One day, I was surprised and suddenly very sad to learn that their family was moving to Alaska, and they had no forwarding information. I missed them terribly and thought about them often. It felt as if a part of my life was missing. However, five years later, it turned out to be one of the happiest days of my life when I opened the door to find these two beautiful girls had come to visit me. I could not have been more thrilled when they said they remembered the Saturday we went to visit college, and then proceeded to tell me how they were both applying to various colleges next year, one to study criminal justice and the other pre-med. I never assumed that our one little college visit at age five had a direct impact on their decisions, but that's one of the great benefits of being a mentor. You never know the impact you might have. And while their visit was short before their returning to Alaska, their heartfelt words about how they wanted to stay connected made me very thankful to have been their mentor. Because Because I felt my experience was so enriching for me, I decided to explore some new possibilities in mentoring. I read about a program called Amicus, which matches mentors to people in prison. I had absolutely no knowledge or exposure to anyone in a correctional facility, and I got the impression that fear kept many people from taking on this role. However, I thought it might present a unique opportunity to learn about another slice of life and to be able to simply offer friendship to someone who perhaps had little. After attending a brief training and orientation session, I met with a program manager who told me about a possible match. I learned that Jane, not her real name, had never had anyone visit her since she entered the prison more than a year ago, and she was serving a seven-year term. It is not uncommon for family and friends to want to separate themselves from someone who committed a crime. I asked to be Jane's mentor, and I was her very first visitor. Jane's greatest wish wish is to see her son, and she focused on doing everything she possibly could to make that happen. Meanwhile, I can offer a smile, a hug, and a friendly word. Sometimes that's the best thing you can do as a mentor. 
For me, the experience of being a mentor has been a unique perk in my life. I've had the chance to meet some people and experience a part of their life situation, which I never would have been able to do. My reward is a richer life and memories that last a lifetime. We all have talents that we can share. I encourage you to consider being a mentor to someone. You too can enjoy this unique gift. So the exercise she has is called Be a Mentor. Ask yourself three questions. What can I offer someone whose life situation is different than mine? Consider things like a listening ear, an hour of fun, a certain skill or hobby. Who has been my mentor in life? Think about those who have had an informal influence on your life. They may not know what you observed them, that you observed them or learned something valuable from them. What is preventing me from doing something I've never done before that just might make a difference in the life of someone else? And not having enough time is not an answer to this question. We create the times for things that are important for us. Yeah, so once again, I think uh, Karen really wrote a really uh, relatable and insightful chapter. It's something I can definitely apply to my own life where, you know, some people that I've known have really made a huge impact on me. Uh, you know, older, more experienced uh, friends and family that have really taught me certain things that they may not have known uh, they were teaching. You know, I've had uh, friends that have really just provided older friends that have really provided a source of inspiration for me, someone I can um, kind of shape myself after, see up to them as a role model, someone I like to emulate when I'm, you know, trying to become more successful, uh, taking on responsibilities, things like that. And yeah, I think Karen really um, focuses on the aspect of uh, mentors not necessarily knowing that they've had such a huge influence on the people they're mentoring. Yeah, and I think that's a uh, something that not everybody uh, observes observes all the time. You know, um, some little action or little uh, message that you can teach someone has really, uh, really made a huge uh, difference in their lives. You know, um, certain things my parents have said about what I want to do in life. Uh, yeah, um, talking about their own stories of how they decide to pursue what they wanted to do, um, taking that big step into... Un- big step into foreign territory, yeah, that actually made a really big difference in my life and, you know, the perspective that I have now. You know, I place a lot more importance on uh, self-worth, my, following my own passions because of their words, and I'm not even sure they necessarily uh, knew they were saying such uh, impactful things. Yeah, so I want to thank uh, Karen again. That was certainly another great chapter, and yeah, I think that point about sometimes um, even not knowing your mentor, not knowing that you've made an influence, it just can be anyone, any like a friend, a family member, even maybe an artist, an author, a speaker, a stranger. I think that's a really good point that resonates with a lot of people. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, however, it has come time to say goodbye for the week. Uh, we do give our thanks to Starslot Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and our Voice America Empowerment crew, especially our voice engineer, Josh. Thanks to our guests and reporters from across the world and our listeners for making us a top-rated program. I'm Kenneth John, and you have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For info on our creative community, charity efforts, and outreach programs, go to our main site at www.bethestarur.org. Until next week, remember, be young and be a mentor. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. 
Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars could shine between the lines if you would let yourself.